Australian rules football is the greatest game on earth, but it's not to say it couldn't be better. If only there were two people completely unqualified to talk about it, yet utterly prepared to do so. Two people like that might have some radical ideas. Two people like that might just be the Footy Fixers. Hello, I'm Charlie Clawson. He is Scott Dooley and we are here to fix football whether you like it or not. The final footy fixes uh, of 2022, maybe? I mean, who knows? We haven't discussed it yet. Contracts are still being negotiated. Mm. Dools is holding out for more money. He's threatening to walk. So uh, depending on how negotiations go over the next six months, we might be back in 2022. Dools, what do you, what do you got to say for I- yourself? Well, I mean, I've got Ricky Nixon taking care of it as a restricted free agent. I, you never know where I'm going to show up. You don't, you don't know. I could, I could be with Chambo and Rosie next year. Um, <laughs> I could have my own thing happening. Limo's nosing around the could have beens and grandstand. You know, and nothing's <laughs> off the table at this point. Just on the could have beens, we did a little bit of a chat about them last year. And um, we're talking about, I remember Guru Bob, the Guru Bob character that had been, you know, I think has since been uh, thankfully retired. And we had a listener write in to say that while Guru Bob was still being used, he kind of sent the could have been a fairly kind of, you know, uh, 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 just a Can you explain email. to me what, I, my, so this is my knowledge of the could have been they're oh. on and Greg Champion had a had a couple of CDs. I, I, I'm not really oh, okay. okay so, with the could have been. Okay, so the could have been like they are right, so Greg Champion was the kind of musical comedy guy. He'd do the parody songs, you know, songs about yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, uh, Br- the Brian Taylor to the sounds to the to tune of Layla by Eric Clapton. Uh, so but they also would do like a mock talkback segment where they would play characters calling in to do talkback. And they had also just like all these right. ca- and they had this one character called Guru Bob who uh, was a very offensive Indian character who would come up I with I was going to say, there's got Mahatma Coat vibes yeah, already. There you go. And so we had a oh, listeners God. say that they, they wrote in to say, hey, guys, look, you know, uh, look, I understand times have changed, but, you know, maybe it's maybe you should be retiring the Guru Bob character. And apparently Greg Champion was just like, fuck you and fuck the horse you rode in on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Imagine Champo. of all the hills to die on, yeah. it's the racist Indian trope. That, that's, yeah. that's what you're to be remembered for. Good on exactly. you, Greg. Anyway, this break on the footy fix is a little, little <laughs> sidetrack there. We're going to talk about captaincy, how to choose captains. What does a captain even mean anymore? Have we moved past the era of captains? Scott Dules, what is your hot take? I think that the I, I I made a big believer in the leadership group, um, and I, I've often thought that it's a great name for a band. Yeah, Nat Fife and the leadership group. I think we've discussed this previously. I think we have also pitched Nat Fife and the mathematical chances. Also, little <laughs> sidebar: Did you see Did you see Nat's um, Instagram video of him shaving? Yeah. Do you think that was us? The pressure that we put on him for that silly little <laughs> David Brent beard. I honestly thought like it looked like a trailer for two guys, one cup. Like it looked like something. And I was like, man, Will's got that Will Anderson money. He's paid Nat Five to shave. That's when you've got serious cash when you're paying people to shave. Um, yeah. But back to the captaincies, I, I think that the, the leadership groups should be extended. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, and I also, th- uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? Does the cap is the captain. <sighs> I think the idea of centralized power 
is an old-fashioned notion. Like, I think we need to move to a different system. Like, I'm not talking outright communism. I'm talking anarchy. Mm. I'm talking no centralised figure, no, no figurehead. I'm talking anonymous. I'm saying if Tasmania want to bring in a new team, then it should be a team where we, this is where we just get to experiment with everything. And let's start with the captaincy. So I'm saying there is no recognized leader at this new Tasmanian club. Let's call them the Apple Isle Anarchists. And so they okay. all like, their, their logo is the Guy Fawkes mask on a black guernsey. And I say that there is no one leader. And so when they have to do a press conference or whatever, it's just that creepy kind of, you know, mo voice modulated Guy oh, Fawkes mask yeah. doing the press conference, but in front of like all the sponsors, like logos and stuff. <laughs> well, could they... Yeah, okay. So could they be the We Are Legion could maybe be there? <laughs> yeah. The so, Launceston Legion. So you said Is that what so it would when, be? So I like this I think all players should play in the Guy Fawkes mark. Oh. So everyone is So oh, that's, and that that's means better that, because because what they're saying then is no one player is bigger than the entire team. So that's we right. are therefore going to wear these Guy Fawkes masks to prove that and that's what you often hear about team sport, isn't it? There's no I in team. Like, you There's know, no it's I better to have a, a champion team than a team of champions. That means that what I'm just trying to think logistically, though, it could be an issue where if there's a contentious umpiring decision, Sheedy was a master at this, where he'd send James Hurd out at quarter time very publicly to question some specific decisions. Mm. But we'd have to almost back channel the umpires and tell them, you know, check your phones and then yeah. all these messages like from weird, weird thing like your bank Guy accounts Fox have been videos. drained if you yeah. want them if you want <laughs> that's them replaced. Right. Oh, so you're talking cyber terrorism so <laughs> yeah, you're saying right yeah, yeah, yeah. be very careful when you lay a report because you might just find that your credit cards have all been cancelled yeah exactly we know what you've been searching for pal like we know what your yeah. favorite websites are do you want that to go public because we can make it happen so i'm not well, saying like I'm not saying outright revenge porn, but I'm saying the threat of it would be there from that club. <laughs> so if you are doing the kind of like Guy Fawkes masks, you know, everyone's anonymous, do you still have numbers mm. on the back or is it all just like ones and zeros? Yeah, no, it's all ones and zeros, like binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Yeah. So but, like, but the entire back, like, like, the, like the, the matrix, matrix yeah. kind of. <laughs> And it keeps dropping, like, like it's moving constantly. It's like, maybe it's an electronic Guernsey. Oh, I love um, it. But that, I mean, the only issue there is that to buy them, like, so that they, they'd cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to make. Yeah. But the well, they've got money. They've got money. I mean, just funnel a bit of that Gold Coast money into, you know, the, uh, like I said, the Apple Isle Anarchists or the, yep. the Launceston, yeah. the Launceston Legion, whatever we're going to call the team. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, putting that to the side for a moment. Just say we are going to stick with the traditional captain. Are you happy with the selection process? Now, I'm not sure what happens at Collingwood, but I know that St Kilda, they do a survey of not just the players, but the staff, everyone who works at the club, and they get to nominate their top 10 you know, players that they think should be leaders, like ranking them 1 to 10. Then they tally that up, and from that they take the top five. So whoever gets the most votes is captain, and then the next four become part of the leadership group. Do you think that is a worthwhile selection process? Has there been any kind of Donald Trump style questioning of the elections? Oh, you mean like as like as Cal Wilkie yeah. come out and said, "Oh, look, Jack Steele's been made captain. This is a this has been rigged. It's a rigged election." Yeah. 
It's this rig. They yeah. stole the election from it. Yeah, he said the uh, yeah. That's right. He said that the way that they used to count the votes down at Morabin was also used by communist dictators in South America. I believe. Is it true that you and led a group of like-minded ambassadors to storm Morabin on January seventh after <laughs> yes. Jack Steele was right. announced? Stop the steal. Stop Jack Steele and stop, stop the, the steal. Stop steal is spelt, yeah. <laughs> stop the steal campaign. It was you, Bruce Eva. Um, yeah. Molly Meldrum, Shane Warne. Molly Meldrum, Eric Banner, Shane yeah. Warne. Um, Aaron mean, look, Campbell said he couldn't make it. If anyone knows the footy fixes, they know we love a test of strength. I think that's maybe what is missing from the captaincy selection process. Like, votes are fine and sure he displays on-field leadership and you know he's a great speaker and all that kind of stuff he gets around the boys but can he handle an axe that's what we want to know yeah i think a series of different tests um and i and i mean there there is a, there's a television show here like so and i'd say you'd have 18 concurrent shows on at once yeah showing the different things and but i think yeah a test of strength um, of, like a funny section where they've got to eat something, kind of yeah, like in like Fear um, Factor or something. Yeah, yeah, like, like just weird, or, or, or like he's a, but, but he's that a, could he's be a donkey. He's a, he's a donkey's penis, something weird and gross. There's, there's yeah. that, but then there's also maybe one is like you've got to eat uh, a train, and like oh, you know how like, you know like break a record, yeah. like maybe Guinness there's Book a world record. Yeah, maybe the AFL has to stipulate that every um. Every AFL captain uh, at round one should hold a Guinness World Record. Yeah, I love that. Could you be like the guy with the longest fingernails? Yeah, like, you could. Absolutely, you could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Longest fingernail guy. Yeah. I mean, so Dyson Heppel could just like come back from preseason. It's like has not clipped his nails in six months and just got those long, curly, like yeah. records nails. Yeah. And so that makes him captain? Just that immediately makes you captain or that puts you in contention? Absol- well, I don't no, but I mean, no, no, no. That's that's just one of the AFL stipulations. That doesn't. That's not how you got chosen. Oh, okay, right. So, that's like, a so Joel Joel Selwood, because because like then you've got to think about a guy like Joel Selwood who would have he'd have to have multiple records over his career because he was the captain for so long. So maybe like one summer he's like like I'm just gonna have to become like the guy with the most tattoos, and he comes back completely blue. Because yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. He's yeah. the most tattooed man in the world. Because it shows um, innovation as well. If you are pursuing a record that hasn't yet been done, like anyone can grow fingernails. But if you've like, yeah, but mm. no person's like, you know, what's the record for having the most match stickers up your ass? I'm going to set that record. It's like, well, I like the cut of that guy's jib. He think, you know, he's yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. That's he thinks. Yeah, where's the, the ball of... going to be? <laughs> and also. How many matchsticks can I stick up my bum? How many can I stick them up my ass? And then, um, you know, and that's got like a bit of fox footy after dark. Like we're yeah, going to be yeah. here. The bounce. It's more Marcus the bounce. Bottom. Yeah, it's the bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond, we're going to put him up there. One. <laughs> two. Stop crying, Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shut up, Bond. Like Bernie Vince could be laughing and like yeah, yeah. joking it's be around with the lighter. It's a yeah, and it'd be fun, but then you could have a serious one. Like, I am going to spend, I'm going to break David Blaine's record for most time spent in a ball full of water. Yeah. And I'll be dangling above Cavill Avenue. Come yeah. down and see me. And listen, I, I and I, I don't want to kind of 
you know, make this show into a, a parody of itself, people will die. Yeah. But that is that but to me that shows what a I mean, what a motivator for a season to go in and say this guy was our best player. Yeah. Uh and he starved himself he to death in a glass glass box <laughs> hanging above Victoria Park. <laughs> Scott Pendlebury's dedication to the team. Then he stayed in a glass box suspended above Victoria Park for two weeks. He died. He I died. Mean, and we lost we, a really good player. Do you know any basketball background? I think so. And maybe that would be the statue. Maybe the 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 orb in which he died would be bronzed and then given the illusion that it was going into a basketball hoop to give a nod to his <laughs> his famous basketball background. I mean I'm Pat glad Nils you could speak at the eulogy. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. I'm glad you brought up like because uh, we we'd gone almost uh, 12 minutes without talking about like a, a, a death. So I'm glad you brought that up because I think that maybe we should sort of bring in a bit more of a medieval kind of element, which in that whoever wants to be the new captain needs to challenge the old captain. And I reckon we do one of those kind of mm. like knife fights from the Beat It music video, you know, where you get the two guys in the middle and they have to tie their wrists together. Then they're both given flick knives. So they have yeah. to fight each other, but they can't get away from each other. And just sort of like, I, like, it, I, I don't know, just a bit of showbiz, a bit of razzle-dazzle. Yeah. It does gives it a bit of a bit of um, bit of underground, and and it also talks to kids because the one thing I do know is that anyone under the age of like seventeen, they love stabbing things. They're yeah. a really stabby generation, and and I think you could probably have it, um, I don't know, at a youth center or something to show kids who have knives that there is a path. Where you can use these skills to your you advantage be captain of a football and, and team. become a, a, a member of society. What what about this though? Then say we go through all the tests of strength and the guy eats the train and Dyson Heppel's got the long fingernails and Scott Pendlebury's a posthumous entry. Do we then have the captain of captains where we put them all against oh. each other to yeah. find out and 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 this person, regardless of form or injury or, or whatever happens to him for the rest of the season, is the captain of the All Australian side. We name okay. that before round one. I mean, isn't that just like the AFL Players Association Awards at the end of the year? <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> they 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 nominate the captain of the uh, All Australian team. I think uh, it's done, Scott. I mean, and you yeah, don't, and no one has to die. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is where I put, because how many people get shot out of a cannon in the current model? None. <laughs> None. In yeah. mine, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on co-captains? Like, do you, uh, how many co-captains can you have? Like, is it ridiculous to say, okay, 18 co-captains or 20, 21 co-captains? Each week. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, so you got one captain and everyone else on the list is also a co-captain. It's also a captain. Because, I mean, if it you're makes... saying that, if you're saying that, like, you want more leadership, like, clubs value leadership, you make them more leaders, you've got bloody leadership coming out the wazoo. This was actually the Grant Thomas theory. That's why he yeah. had a captain each year, because he was like, well, it's not spread like you stop around. being a leader. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think but it was it funny. That, for... It was funny the Grant Thomas philosophy though, because it was fine when you've got Lenny Hayes, Nick Revolt, Luke <laughs> yeah, Ball. But right, then you're like, uh, we'll go back to Nick. <laughs> you're sort of like looking around and like Fraser Gary, uh, back to yeah. Nick. Let's go back to Nick. Yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone Farron Ray's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Send that him on the, the bounce. That... Give him a wedgie. <laughs> 
That is one of the problems with the 21 captains is that, like, it's your first game and you've got to address the team about how to kind of do it, which I would be all for. Um, I remember when I was playing, uh, like, uh, just out of high school, I was playing in, like, an old boys team and we were no good. And my mate um, Ace was told, like, before the game that he was captain. Like, we hadn't decided who was going to be captain and the coach said, all right, Ace, you're captain. And so it's like, oh, okay. And so Ace got us into a huddle beforehand on the spot. I had to give us an address. And he's like, all right, all right, we're, we're going to, um, I guess we're going to win it. Everyone <laughs> just started laughing, going, this is the least motivating captain's address I've ever heard. Have some conviction no, in what you're saying. Narrator voice, they did not go and win it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why? Why are we? I mean, are we trapped in the? Are we trapped in the dark old days? Why do? Why does the captain have to be a player? Oh, that's a good point. Like you're saying, what are you thinking? Mascots? I think the mascot. I mean, imagine Captain Carlton doing the coin yeah. toss. Maybe the mascots, because realistically, the I see the captain's role as press conference on the Thursday and flipping the coin. Mm-hmm. So. I would be really interested to see what the bomber thinks ahead of a match on a Thursday. And the great thing about that too is there's nothing a crowd likes more than when two Mm. mascots punch on. So you could (laughs) sort of bring in a bit of that UFC stuff where on the Thursday night press conference, like the teams are announced, you get the mascots together and they get like nose to nose and they just start throwing haymakers at each other. I love that. So each AFL match is preceded by a weigh-in between two mascots who will then physically assault each other. (laughs) And then the next time you see them, they're out in the middle flipping the coin, Danny Frawley, Tony Shaw style, 91 elimination final, whacking each other before the coin toss. Do you remember that coin toss they had to toss the coin three or four times? What was that about? Well, well, what do you mean? A, when Danny Frawley and 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 Tony, Tony Shaw were captains, well, was that when when Tony that footage of Tony Shaw? It was the final, right? It was like a first elimination it was a, final. It was eliminate, yeah, and they were like yeah. hitting into and Tony Shaw was just but like they, lipping off. <laughs> yeah, he was gobbing off. Didn't shake hands like they they hip and shouldered each other. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then um, they had to flip the coin a few times, like three or four times. Yeah, it was probably Morabin or something like that. Mud. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did look, it was, a, it was a quagmire. Um, but yeah, I don't mind that idea of the, so then your mascot choice becomes serious. Like you could change mascots each week. So, you know, Col- Sydney's playing um, Fremantle and the Fremantle surfer guy, Fremantle makes an announcement says, ladies and gentlemen, this week, the Fremantle surfer will be played by Tim Zoo, And then... And so now you've got a guy who can really handle himself. So then Sydney's yeah. like, and Siggy Swan is going to be uh, Holly Holm. So now you've got this, okay, well, this is weird. When you're a mascot, it's like fine. when you go on the ground when you're injured, all bets are off. You know, yeah, and that's and you're right. out there. This is the if competition. You're out there, yeah. yeah. There's no gender in those mascots, baby. We're going for it. So Holly and Tim Zoo have. And, and you know, the other thing as well is this solves the issue that we have so often of crowds turning up late, particularly to Friday night games. I tell you what, you're not going to be late if you know that Tim Zoo, dressed as the Fremantle guy, is going to punch the living daylights out of Holly Holm, who's going to kick Tim Zoo ahead of his big fight next. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, the problem. Oh, with I'd this leave idea before is, the footy, Scott. Is yeah, exactly. I don't think anyone's going to watch the football. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. If I could like every week watch mascots as punch on, like I think that would be more than enough entertainment. I think I've found my new favorite sport. So, I mean, why isn't this a sport where we have a tournament where mascots like, fight each other in in a, in a tournament situation? Like, a, yeah, and, MFC, and then we crown mascot a, yeah, fighting yeah, championship, mascot in an fighting octagon. championship in an octagon, and um, they they fight each other, and then yeah, there's a belt given. Yeah. Um, and you can have a, different divisions, comically, you know, the bird. A comically oversized, it's going to be a comically oversized belt Oh, it's as hilarious. Well. Oh, it's yeah. very funny. It's a very, very I'm funny. I'm glad that you brought up the uh, the Dockers mascot as well because that, once again, for the final episode of 2022, ticks off our WA quota. Go, we did get a message during the week from uh, a WA listener, Wayne, who says, hey, Scott Dools and Charlie Clawson, I realise it's a practice match and that means absolutely stuff all, but can you guys give some big ups to the Dockers for absolutely pulverising the Eagles on your next pod? We are insecure over here. Notice us! All in capitals. <laughs> Um, well, West Coast is in trouble. Yeah, decimated no by injuries. But no but one's well, left. But well done on your practice match win, Wayne. Congratulations. <laughs> the Dockers truly are a side to be feared. And while was, we're on, it was a beard shavingly good victory. According <laughs> to and while we're on the topic of listeners, let's turn it over for one final time to the listeners who have had their say. On the captaincy, uh, these are some great responses. Once again, the listeners have come through with ideas much funnier and well thought out than us. Uh, uh, <laughs> Matt has said, a song from Captain and Tennille should be played when the captains meet for the next toss of the coin. Mm, are you yes. familiar with the work of Captain and Tennille? I don't get the reference. I mean, I'm aware of the reference, but I don't get the reference. Does that make sense? I think the uh, – listen, I'm 100% on board. I think we're limiting ourselves with Captain and Tennille because I, I feel their oeuvre may not be able to extend to the whatever it is, 1,500 games that had take place right. of a season. But oh, it's a different I, but song each no, time. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with different captains. So Captain Hook, Captain Beefheart. Captain um, Lou Albano in uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon that's for the bye week. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Dado Mob says a different captain per round, drawn at random from the list. The main requirement is to do a mad, is to do mad Joel Selwood shit all match. For, uh, go back with a flight, head first, and everything, and so on. Now, when you said mad shit like Joel Selwood, I thought you meant like just fucking jumper punches and fucking rib ticklers and all the shit that Joel was doing last year. <laughs> So, I, I I think that this could be expanded on because I I do think I don't, I don't know why Joel Selwood's seen as the captain, but maybe there is a thing where if you are your captain doesn't come off with uh, via the blood rule or um, isn't assessed to have had a concussion, then the other team gets two points. Oh, okay, I like that. Two points? That doesn't seem very generous. Should <laughs> two goals? No, 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 no. I mean, like two oh. premiership points. Oh, two premiership points. Yeah, no, that's a great. Yeah, idea. yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Jeremy says every single player in the list should be on the leadership group. They should then have a ranking of how senior they are in the leadership group. So a promising first round draft pick might end up on fifteen. It might end up at fifteen just on potential. 
the leadership ranking that can also change during the season. So that's almost like a championship data kind of thing. So whoever you, yeah. you, you saw that, you know, the controversy around the championship data release their stats on who the elite players are. And it's like, what? Just because a guy does like more one percenters or something, suddenly he's ranked higher than like your actual best player. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want Zach Merritt before you get this guy, yeah. So, because what you could have then is like, well, maybe this dude is not actually that great a footballer, but he organizes the best Mad Mondays. So he actually ranks really high in your leadership group. Well, that's how Collingwood picked its coach. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitty says uh, there should be a 100-meter sprint followed by a handball competition before the winner has to chop a log in half, all on national TV. It's the only way to be sure. So the Royal I, Melbourne the, Show the, or the Ecker. Yeah. So but this this only works, and and I and I'm not ruling this out. If we <laughs> get Lou Richards back, and I don't oh. like, so we're gonna, you know what I mean? This this has Lou Richards hosting the I've footy got triathlon. Some, I've got some I've got some bad news for you about Lou Richards. No, I know that's that's no that's okay. why I'm saying like <laughs> we'll need to. I don't know if we can work on it because I've often felt that the AFL should have a division that works on animatronic versions of, um, of of great footy characters so that we can one day create this show where it is like Bob Davis, Jack Dyer, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Lou Richards. But uh-oh, who are they with? It's bloody Billy Brownless. Yeah, yeah. And you can fakes. have this intergener... Yeah, yeah, look, I like a deep fake, but they're real and you can kind of go and you can send them... Or you can have multiple of them. You could send them to schools to... I mean, imagine being told oh, like you mean by like Bob robots. David, like... So yeah, when I'm you say animatronic, you mean like actual like autonomous robots? I mean actual robots. robots. Right? Like imagine not like imagine Disneyland exciting... Hall, of, Hall of Presidents. You're, you're exactly what like... I'm thinking. This is yeah. exactly what I'm thinking. Except they go to schools and and you know imagine being told not to smoke by Lou Richards. I mean, you'd never yeah. pick up a cigarette. You know those kinds of things. And and you'd have their quirks and and maybe maybe some of their yeah. views. Jack Dyer's just aren't... like knocking out knocking out kids in the playground in the front and centre. Yeah, that's right, and 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 uh, you know you could have some kind of uh, you could kind of teach these because they'd be set in their ways, but you could teach them things. But well, no, there's gender identity now, Jack. What? And you know you could yeah, yeah. that could be a thing that you do in front of the kids. So if a robot of Jack Captain Blood can learn this, you kids can. I don't know. It's just a thought, but I, I've I've long thought. I love the it. AFL it's, should be it's, working it's on the, this. It's, it's the T2 principle. Teach the robot to feel. <laughs> I don't know how we got so sidetracked. K-Don <laughs> says each club should pick a captain via a talent contest. Then the five mm. finalists must survive a running man style gauntlet to take the crown. The entire playing list must participate so that even a first year draftee could become captain. There's no cap- no co-captains. There can be only one. Well, that fits into your interest of a, uh, a death match of some kind. Talent contest mm. followed by a death match. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I I do I do like that a lot. But who's judging it? Like I like, with all due respect, what do, what the hell does Michael Voss know about ventriloquism? So when Patrick yeah, Cripps is up there with the dummy, what do you think, Woody? Like, he's, he's is Bernard King is Bernard King still with us? Can we dust off Bernard King? Bring out the old like <laughs> new faces judging panel: Bernard King, Rhonda Birchmore. You know, bring out the bring out the big guns. <laughs> So they go because you have as the hanging judge. <laughs> Literally, go. the hanging judge. Does he have a gong? He has a gun. 
I'll go you one better. He's got an elephant gun. So, but I know, but I mean, just to tranquilize the player, we don't want to heading, you know, heading into the. What are you? So, sorry, is this Scott Dool? You don't want to hurt the player. What are you talking no, about? No, well, I'm, well, I'm thinking just the logistics because, you know, red, red's a tough marker. You know, he could take out. He could be worse for you than a practice game against Fremantle. You know, yeah, you could but, have no forward line. Yeah, forget about the dreaded OP. It's the dreaded RS when he brings out the RS is coming through. That's just in brackets, Simons. That's everyone's injury. Ankle, (laughs) hamstring, shot by red, 30 guys. Uh, Curtis says, each club should hold a trivia night at the local pub. The questions revolve around the club's history. The player with the top score at the end of the night is your new club captain. Well, that's an interesting idea because that suggests – that like the players who are drafted to a club actually love the club and want to be there. I don't know that that's how it works anymore. There's very there's a few handful of players at each club who actually grew up barracking for that club. But I, I would I would wager that most new draftees would not know that much about the club. I mean, is it sort of a purity test? We the only people who can be captains of our club are the ones who love our club who grew up barracking for them. Is that what we're saying? Oh, I mean, could you? I mean, yeah, we're kind of delving into something we talked about a little while ago, which is kind of eugenics and the uh, the purity <laughs> oh of blood. Where, oh, my where God. You, you've got to be able to trace everyone back to your club's last premiership or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, the, trivia, uh, the trivia thing is interesting. I'm just, I'm just thinking, how is this a TV show? Oh, right, of course. Because if it's not televised, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, how is it a TV show? How many frigging game shows are there that are just quizzes? What are you talking about? We yeah, get that's Tom what Gleason I'm saying. to come down and do it. Tom Gleason comes down, he does some insult comedy while also quizzing them about the club. Yeah, or is it like, uh, oh, and then you could have cut to, uh, for this next question, we're going to go to a special guest, cut to footage. G'day, guys, I'm Stephen Milne. In the 1998, you know, I yeah. played, I kicked, how many goals did I kick in my career? That Last is an, un, Jack an, Steel, an un, 600. uncanny, yeah, so it's, <laughs> uncanny it's like he was in the room. <laughs> uh, Justin says, in the spirit of old traditions of the captain wearing number one, the captain should have to change their name to that of the club's greatest ever captain. Essendon fans would love to see Dick Reynolds running around again. What do you think about that? So who is who who would be Colin, considered Collingwood's greatest ever captain? Who is in the Jock McHale era? Who was the captain then? Uh, you'd probably say Bob Rose. Is um, more than Nathan Buckley? Was Nathan Buckley considered one of the greatest captains? Yeah, the uh, no, yeah. one of the greatest well, yeah, players, Bucks, maybe probably not the greatest Bucks. captains. The, the thing is, do you want to see? Do you want to see Dick Reynolds with the world's longest fingernails? Like, no, know? yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's very <laughs> off-putting. Uh, Sam says every captain should have a captain like a buddy system uh, a ranking perhaps or a big brother program and he doesn't mean big brother the TV show he's just saying well, like, got, like like yeah, like Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> so every captain actually has a captain do you, do you pair up do you pair up um, captains within the league or do they have like captains outside of the league like mentors outside captains captains of other industries perhaps like a boat captain or a, like an army captain, something like that. Well, why why don't captain we Crunch. just get like the CEO to be the captain? 
Like it feels oh, like we've got fantastic. one unnecessary person. So it's like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the captain yeah. of Tossing the Tossing the coin Melbourne this football uh, today yeah. will be, be Tony Cochran. Tony Cochran and, 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 and his opposing number from Melbourne is Solomon Lou. And <laughs> <laughs> they just run around. Uh, Jared says each pre... Oh, here we go. This is a TV. This is tailor-made for TV. Jared Great. says each preseason there should be a hidden captaincy idol within the club's training centre. Whoever finds it first can hold on to it and play it at any point during the season to become captain for the next match. Okay, so we go through the normal conservative captaincy appointment, but we also have the captaincy idol. So that's buried. So at any point during the season, if you've got an enterprising player who discovers that, he can usurp the current captain and become captain from the next round onwards. What do you think about that? Televised. I, 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 well, I mean, that's fantastic, but... When you, yeah, could you do it like an Indiana Jones style? What? So why? why I mean, why are we? Why are we planting this thing when there's so many wonderful artifacts that we still are, are lacking? So, what well, what I'm saying is, there's, but you know, for instance, there's there's parts of the Titanic that are still lost. <laughs> oh, so you want to make the players archaeologists? Is that what you're saying? Correct. That's exactly what I'm I saying. love it. And so, and so, in order to become the captain, maybe at yeah. the Western Bulldogs, they say, yeah. whoever can find me uh, a, a piece of verified official cutlery from the first yeah. class deck of the Titanic uh, will become the I captain. Of I the, co- of I the mean, Melbourne Bulldogs. could have gone to Nathan Jones and gone, Nathan, we're going to call you Indiana from now on. Go find, there you go. I mean, go it, find I mean, that fucking nice. crockery. Well, you know, uh, Brett Kirk's got a son called Indiana. Oh, uh, does he? Well, is he a footballer? Yeah. Uh, potential future captain be. of the Swans <laughs> coming up right now. He will be. He's, he's going he's to walk into Driver Avenue with a golden goblet that he took from King Tut. And there you go. Uh, here's a person who gets us. This is from Mike. He says, if there's anything I've learned from the footy fixes, mm-hmm. then the answer involves the club in some sort of Big Brother type house situation followed by a battle to the death to decide the captaincy. That's a guy who gets us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears, Mike. You're gonna have to flesh out the idea, but I think you've got the winner. <laughs> uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Aid, A E D, A E I D E says this is a pretty easy one. You put the whole team on a ship in the middle of the ocean, and whoever can mm. navigate back to land most efficiently becomes a captain. I love it. A captain becomes the captain. So every player is put into every some team, sort of vessel. Every team is put onto some, um, uh, uh, well, let's just say it's a, um, a disabled vessel. So they're like, they cut the engines or something and they just, uh, they drug the players, put them on a boat, disable the engine. And when they wake yeah. up, they have to work out how to get the engine started and then how to navigate back to land. And whoever leads but- that process becomes the captain. Oh, oh, because I had it as definitely drugged players and definitely disabled vessels, but they're all on one each. Yeah. Oh, oh, every player. So First like 40 listed players per club, 18 clubs, whatever. I don't, yeah. can't do the math on that. So 400 or something like, uh, you know, whatever maybe 700, is, yeah. tw- 720 boats all out yes. in the water. I love that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Do you think that the Essendon players will have an advantage considering um, they're used to being drugged? Before performing, 
I'm going to take that into consideration. Maybe, maybe, maybe we, we have their boat. Maybe the jeopardy is their boats are sinking, so they've got to yeah, really yeah, get yeah. back quickly. Yeah, we've got to give them. We've got to give them the handicap. Uh, John says the captain should be chosen by democratic election by members. I'm sure they are the best judges of leadership material. So, speaking as a Collingwood supporter, if you think mm. if if Pies fans could have their say, who would be captain mm. of the Pies right now? Oh. <laughs> Jordan Degoe. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> That's what I'm really concerned about. Look, if it was Collingwood members, it'd still be Nathan Buckley. <laughs> like, he'd yeah, be right. back. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, Pendlebury's pretty Pendles. universally loved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be well. He he is, but he is that there was a there was a period there where it was kind of cool to hate Pendles and like Bro, oh really because he's a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like like former greats and stuff apparently would like really like get stuck into him at like quite Why? openly at club functions. I don't know. Is it his personality? No, it's certainly not based on his ability. It just must be no, his personality. Be. What personality? I mean, yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Right. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I remember Caroline Wilson talked about it a lot, like saying that he was really like, they were openly into him. I've always loved him. I think he's great. And do you know that before he played football, Clark Charlie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, he had a background in what? Was it? What's called? No, no, I can't yeah. remember. I'll look it up. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> that he met Paddy Mills. <laughs> Discount Dracula says captains should only be called captains if they're made of legitimate captaincy material. Anything else is just sparkling leadership group. Do you know what that uh, means? Oh, a little twist on an old, on a meme. Um, ah. Is it? What's the mm. meme? Oh, uh, it was a tweet that went around. Like, um, it, it's like, it's not. Uh, the The original joke was, it's not a monster energy drink unless it's from the monster energy region of France. Ah, uh, right, then, sparkling. And then right, that I became a, then that became a thing of like. Uh, it's not depression unless blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, it's sparkling anxiety or whatever. Like, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for explaining memes to this old man, this frightened old man. <laughs> uh, Sugnia Toppin says, back in the old days, it was the bloke who could sink the most beers. He maybe televise the event, maybe spur him on to get into a fight. <laughs> I mean, that's not a million miles from every idea we've kind of had. If they're mascots, I'm all for it. Oh, sure. Oh, sorry. Go on. You're thinking. Yeah. You're contemplating. No, I am. I do like the idea of like, what does this club stand for? And the idea that you can drink 30 pots and then drive home or whatever it might be. You know, like, like get it really like <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea from JD. Surely the captain should have more of a visible presence on the field. Make them wear a captain's hat in the style of their choice. Airline, Navy, Bird's eye, whatever you want. So it's more of like a village people approach to the captaincy, just like themed costumes. Which which you could have if you had multiple captains. You could actually have the like the funny sea, land. Yeah, air funny sea, captains. land. You got Mason Cox with sunglasses on. It's becoming quite a funny league at this point, isn't it? It's hilarious. I like it. Uh, Wayne O'Bro says only a Royal Rumble can sort this out. So, are you familiar with the rules of the Royal Rumble? It starts with two men in the ring, and then every 90 seconds, another uh, combatant enters the ring. Oh, you say I'd have it the other way, where they all start in the middle. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> what, in every there. 90 seconds, one person can leave? 
Yeah, yeah, no. Then the last person standing. Oh, yeah. All right, that's easy. Okay. Um, Prol against Cole says, AFL captains have clearly been outranked by on-field generals, latter-day Mussolinis and Francos. Wouldn't clubs be better served by just giving it to these dictators? So who is the... uh, do you have a midfield general or a backline general? I mean, Nick Maxwell was always considered a bit of a backline general at the Pies, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I think and he was Taylor also the Adams. Yeah, Taylor midfield Adams general. is probably midfield general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brent, uh, Maynard is kind of starting to put his hand up for the captaincy now. He's like doing press about it. Yeah, it'll be a dream. Dream come true. So the, oh, really? the, there's, a, there's a bit of jockeying going on for the Collingwood captaincy because Pendles can't last forever. Yeah, I think at the Saints, like Jack Steele is by far and away, he's the midfield general and he's also the captain. Then they always talk about Dougal Howard being the general down the back. He's the back oh, yeah. line general. I don't know if we have a forward line general. Maybe that's why we're not playing finals. Is We we're, we need one more We need one more uh, decorated field officer and I think that needs well, to be in the forward line. King, and, I mean, and that, got the name for it. That, yeah, exactly. It throws Switch back to, to a feudal system. Get away yeah, out it of does. the uh, military hierarchy and get to a feudal system. I yeah. like that. That is a yeah. I, I do like that a lot. The what? What about the spiritual leader? That was a thing from the oh mid-aughts. yeah, the barometer is a spiritual. Yeah. Hi, honey. How are you going? Sorry, my daughter's just walked in. Hi, Ayana. Yeah, I did Did you splash in some puddles? Yeah. Oh, good. You got muddy. Oh no! We oh, better wash off. <laughs> Does she have any thoughts on how the AFL captaincy should be chosen? <laughs> Iona, how should the AFL captains be chosen? A fight to the death? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's definitely Uncle my Scott daughter. Uncle Scott told you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the last one. This yeah. is from It's a Race to the Bottom, who says there should be a beach sprint to get the trophy that GWS had on making their mark, but every team has their own. Did we talk about – I can't remember. We talked about the trophy on – Making their mark. Have you seen that documentary? No. Oh, Scott, <laughs> let me let me just uh, take a moment to uh, making their mark on Amazon. Fantastic AFL documentary about the twenty twenty season. Um, and one of the most heartbreaking storylines is the story of Stephen Cornelio. Who? Oh, I have and, seen this. That's right. They dropped yeah. him from the captaincy, and yeah, 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 yeah. But in his first, but he's, but Stephen Cornelio, and he seems like a really lovely guy and takes the leadership really seriously, has been, you know, getting leadership coaching and stuff. And so he arrives at the first kind of team meeting as captain. And this is after the disappointment of, you know, missing out on, um, uh, on the, in the, grand final, the, grand final. the grand final. Yeah. And so he has this, has made this custom made football trophy where it's like, um, the first, it's got three tiers. The first is sort of like made of stone. The second tier is made of like glass. And the third tier is made of wood. And so he says like, the past is set in stone. It cannot be changed. The future Great. is transparent. We can shape it to be anything we want. And then like the last one is wood, which we can carve, you know, we can carve the premiership onto this. And it's right. like the most ham-fisted, uh, on the nose analogy you've ever seen. So what it's a race to the bottom is suggesting is that we do like a beach sprint where that is the prize. You go for that trophy. Oh, like flags. Like flag, yeah. Like a episode of Baywatch. Yeah, I could see that. So I, I just want to. I'm sorry to, to hack that this. Um, when I say to- trophy, sorry, it's a totem. It's not a trophy. To- what I was 
thinking with the spiritual leader is that if a player could um, uh, perform a miracle, oh, yeah. that's how you become that. the captain. So yeah, you, you start off with a room full of yeah loaves and fishes. I go, All right, boys, got a lot of got a lot of water here. Who feels like a yeah. glass of wine? No, there's no bloody wine here, mate. It's a footy club. Oh, uh, give me a second. And then Jack Steele turns the 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 water bottles into wine. What Jack about Steel like was spiritual leader more in that kind of scammy the guy who invented yoga type thing? You know, it has like you always hear about those spiritual leaders who are actually just, they're just cults. It's oh, just some I'm, dude who wants to sleep with sleep with your the, wife. And this in is in which case, thing. like Wayne Carey uh, could be considered the yeah, spiritual leader like of North Melbourne, captain for life. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Um, I mean, listen, some players are going to get fucked by the captain, definitely. But that was always going to happen in this system. But yeah, that would be a thing. And maybe because it does feel a bit culty, everyone wears the same clothes and like there's a very regimented like time. You've got to eat at this time and I need to know where you are at every, every given point. It makes sense that perhaps it is more a cult leader as opposed to one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I think it's well. If you're going to say like spiritual spiritual leader to captain, then each they need to demonstrate some level of control over the group. Like that's right. Spiritual yes. leader, cult leaders. There's always something. It's like you know, suddenly you've got their bank account details, or like you know, hmm. I've, I've married your wife, or like the, all the women yeah. in your family are now my wives, or something like that. We need to see once there is a level of difference among the majority of the group. So all of a sudden, like Scott Pendlebury has like the bank accounts of half the players. Then yeah, okay, yeah. he's the captain, and he also has a, a background in basketball. I'm not sure if you're aware. He's of also that. got a background in basketball. The 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 one concern is hydration because uh, you're going to be hard pressed to find people drinking Gatorade in that situation. Like fool okay. me once, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Why, why is it Gatorade? Is it like you're talking like to, Brian I'm talking Jonestown? Jonestown. That's exactly. Yeah, what I'm yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's good. I'm glad we're able to finish the episode talking about uh, mass murder. The footy fixers have done it again. Thank you to everyone who stuck with us through this incredibly stupid experiment over the uh, preseason. Two guys, one cup. The real deal will be starting again in a couple of weeks. But the footy fixers, I'm sure, will be back in some form at some stage once Scott uh, signs on the dotted line. Once, once I can pin him and Ricky Nixon down to, to, to get him to sit down with me at the negotiation table. It's, it's very hard. It'll Chickens be done over lunch at Flower Drum or something, something yeah. gross like that. <laughs> well, no, I think these days Ricky Nixon is bloody having lunches at like the Port Melbourne Bakery. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where all the, the big deals are done for him these days. <laughs> uh, Scott, thank you so much for being part of this. Um, if you want to follow us, you can on at 2guys1cupafl on Twitter and Instagram. And that's the show. Wait. Was I meant oh, to did you say? Oh, I, thought, I thought you. I thought you. I thought you signaled that you had something you wanted to say. You, I thought you thought, no, no, no. I was like waving good. I was oh, you're waving, waving goodbye to the right. podcast. <laughs> I thought you said something urgent to say, some heartfelt address to the fans. But uh, no, it's been great, and thank you for all the feedback. A lot of our show is based around you guys creating content for us, and we honestly, legitimately, could have not done it without you. So uh, thank you so much. That is it for the show, and Scott, that's fixed. 